fresh off of the Atlanta weekend. Uh, Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. This is your host, Franz. I got a special guest. On my way home, I bumped into him, and I said, let's make this happen. Shouts to Hip Hop is Real. Yeah. My wrist is yeah. Frogs. Let's get it. All that knowledge to God. What up, what up, what up, what up? Let's talk battle rap. Let's talk battle rap. What's popping? Are you exhausted after another weekend of battle rap? You and I, media, we both did our thing out here. Had to get our content. Had to network. Yo, man, this weekend was dope. Yeah, I'm definitely tired as hell. We just came off the John John event. It's not even over. It's a free event. You know, shout out to John John, the big payback. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. But I'm happy. What do you do to mentally prepare yourself to, like, all right, I got a weekend of battle rap. I got to go out there and get all this content. Like, what, what's, what's, what's the game plan for you to get rolling? Well, you know, I'm, like, always in the zone because, you know, we, we do this, like, around the clock. So it's, like, when I'm preparing for, like, a big event like this, it's really just making sure me and my team got our minds right. We, we know what we want. And then I, my personal goal is just to, you know, make sure I get my rest, make sure I'm ready to, to get whatever we need to get, you know what I'm saying, and try to focus up and just find ways to, you know, get better, you know, get better every time, find ways to get better coverages, get the people that we need to get right. so the fans can get, you know, the information they want to get, you feel I, me? I start my, my, my battle rap weekend by shopping. Uh, getting some new balances, getting some new kicks. Some yeah, yeah I just got some new balances too yesterday yeah, for the event. We, we stand on that. Facts. So. At least like eight, ten hours, but it's like it—it's it, interesting because it's like we—we we have the chance to digest it as fans and also be behind the scenes and we're chopping up with the artists. So it's like sometimes you never get a chance to a hundred percent enjoy the event fully. Real talk, real talk. Does and that bother you sometimes? Though? You know, for the most part, I'm not gonna lie. I got a team, so it's like I get to still enjoy myself, right? You know, and you know, I. You know, sometimes it's uh, the, the hardest part is standing up for a long time when your Facts. feet get tired and you get a little, you know what I mean? But after that, for the most part, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying going out, getting recaps and getting the conversation and, you know, hearing shit that nobody heard before. Right. And I know I'm about to put it out and it's about to have a whole battle rap world, like, in a frenzy. I, I love that shit. I always wondered, like, how do you guys get this shit out so fast? Like, I see you at events, I'm, I'm watching you work, and then, like, 20 minutes later, I get a notification, you uploaded some joint. I'm like, what the fuck? How well, I'm just you know, you today today is a special privilege. We got my bro GP over here. GP. You know what I'm saying? And he's, you know, you might never see him like that, but he came out for this one. Right. And he's the one, you know, he's our editor. He's the guy that puts a lot of the stuff out. So he's really, you know, I got to give him all the credit, man. You know, I get the footage to him, and he's up, you know, all night while I'm asleep getting this shit out to the people. Wow. So if y'all see crazy headlines, crazy titles, crazy thumbnails, it's the boy GP. So the headline, <laughs> the hot takes, it's not you, it's him. Nah, nah, it's my bro, <laughs> you know what I mean? I shoot it, and then he goes out there, and he, he listens to the interview, and, you know, he, he puts out what he thinks the, the interview's about for the people, you know mm. what I'm saying? Well, yeah, he's also got to definitely catch the headlines. He's pretty good at that. I'll give him that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, some people might call certain things clickbait or whatever, but right. if you ever go look up the definition of clickbait, it's not really a negative thing. Clickbait is really just putting something out there for people to be able to click that's attractive for them to see. Right. It's not necessarily... Some people think clickbait... 
I mean, like, people think clickbait is when you put something and it has nothing to do with the video. Right. That's not what clickbait is. Yeah, but most times you don't, you don't deviate. Like, your title is in the actual video. Usually, exactly. Even if, even if there's other things within it. So, like, exactly. people have to sit back and listen and watch the interview. Sometimes sometimes you get a lot of interviews where you could just kick back and the person just rants. Exactly. You, you like those more than you conducting it? Yeah, like, uh, recently I did the Road to Resolution with Cassidy. And that was my mindset going into it. I felt like at the time, you know, he was being challenged. Everybody saying this and that. And I said, you know, I just want to hear what you got to say. Say yeah, your piece. Say right. however you want. So I would ask one question, and I wouldn't be going back and forth with him much. It would be like, yo, just say how you want. And it's necessary. I mean, you know, it's kind of just letting the battle rappers dictate their own storyline, whether good or positive for them or negative for them. You know what I'm saying? But I let them control and dictate how they, you know, want to deliver their message to the people. Your channel, 15 Minutes of Fame, aside from like Champion, like some of the biggest platforms we have for Battle Rap Media, and like everybody that wants to do promotion for an up and coming match or a recap, they go to one of you guys. I mean, I, I, pre, I you know, I, I don't talk a lot of shit or nothing like that, but I do feel like my platform and Uncle Rap platform are the biggest battle rap platforms in, in media because, you know, not only have we been around doing it for a long time, Facts. we get a lot of the biggest exclusives, you know. Um, we're in everybody's neighborhood. Everybody, salute to everybody who's also been doing it for a long time. Jay nice. Black, Angry Fan, everybody else. But I feel like what me and Uncle Rod do, man, is, is, is kind of, it kind of separates us a little bit because we're really getting the battlers. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Jay Black because he's been a lot more in tune with doing that as well in the past couple of years. So, you I know like, what I mean? What I like about all the media is that everybody kind of has their own lane of conducting things, right? Like, Thanks. I've never gone... All right, when I was building my platform, for example, I never went the camera route. Cause I said, look, that's Uncle Ra, that's 50 Minutes of Fame, uh, Hip Hop is Real, that's their thing. Yeah. To roll up with the cameras, like, that's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. My thing is the long form podcast, sit down, come through. Yeah. And, uh, you, you, you're with me right now. I got the exactly. Right. And I like this and, shit. And, this, and this is dope. Clutch, cause, like, this is dope as hell. This is dope as hell. I like what you're doing right here. This is dope. Because it's like any moment you can get it in, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and get some dope ass content. What I, what I first uh, started doing, experimenting with, was like, right, you know what? I want to give an opportunity for battle rap fans that can't come to events. We have a lot of international fans that are supporters of the show. You know there's a lot of people that actually like battle rap that are blind. So they can, wow. never, they can never even go to an event. So That's I crazy. Say, I said to myself, how can we give them the experience of a battle rap event? So I took the, the mobile studio with me, too. You see it right now with me. And I go interviewing people. So there's no visual. It's just all audio. So they can listen to the indoor feel, the in-the-building feel. Right. Fans, right. Artists, and they get to feel like, wow, this is what it's like inside the building. And so, you know, nah. It kind of touches me. It's like, man, this means a lot to some people. Yo, let's talk battle rap podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? Only place you get that type of situation, man. Yeah, man. And Facts. And your content is the same thing, too. But, like, the visual side... So that you're giving the opportunity to somebody that could probably never come to an event. Yeah. So you, ever think, you ever thought about that? Like, damn, yeah, I mean. People I, really are waiting for me to come to this event. That, that, that's my aim. You know, that's my goal. Like, when I go out there, that's why I get the lines and I talk to all the fans and all the supporters, everybody that's out there. Right. That's why I do all that. The whole 360, the in the building, everything. Right. You know, I try to, and I always just try to separate myself. Like, okay, they're not doing that. He's not doing that. Let's be the ones to do that. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel like sometimes it gives ideas. And then now you see other people doing the same thing or trying to, you know, do that as well, which is good to me. You know, just because we can't get everything. So it's good when everybody got their hands in and everybody trying to, you know, add to, to the culture by doing that. 
in, in battle rap, when you're innovative and you do something different, there's always somebody that is influenced by your idea and kind of goes out to try to replicate it. And I don't, I don't ever take offense to it because it lets me know that somebody wants to model something that I created. Yeah. Did you ever feel at some point in time that you go to some events, you see like brand new camera guys, you know, like, oh, you guys are doing the same thing I'm doing and technically we're in competition, but I, I probably motivated you to be here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of guys that I've met have walked up to me who's doing media and had told me that personally like yo I watch what you're doing and you know you inspire me or you help motivate me to do what I'm doing on the same shit and I'm you know I love it like I'm I look at it like competition makes you better you know I'm not one of those people when I see competition it's like oh my god who are these guys it's more like I embrace everybody and I'll be like you know nah I give them information how I got started what cameras I think is dope and just you know little ideas and me I look at it like, you know, I borrow from everybody. So I, I would hope everybody borrow from me. Who, who don't want to be successful? If somebody gives you the keys on how to be successful, you're going to follow it. You're not going to make it seem like you're a follower or nothing like that. You know what so I mean? So powerful. Two things you said. Competition. I love the competition. Yeah. But in reality, this is a competitive culture. Where exactly. So how can we be sensitive or soft? Exactly. And we have to just address the artists who are disrespecting each other. So, like, yeah. other media outlets, I'll even shout them out. Black Compass, Battle Yeah, yeah, Drive, I fuck with all of these niggas. Like, when they have weeks where they're dropping crazy content, I'll be like, damn, I got to get in my bag. Now. Yeah, that's it. And, and, you know, get a fire interview, create a fire segment. And that fuels me. And I hit them up all the time, like, yo, you just had a fire week, but now I got to bomb back. And I yeah. got something to talk to. That's what it's about, man. Because you got to look at it like, me, I'm subscribed to everybody. I follow everybody. Right. I Like, I'm just like, yo, I use everything as motivation. I don't care if I dropped 100 videos this week. If I see you with some fire new shit, I'm like, yo, how he get that? Yo, we got to get on our job. I don't care. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That's what keeps me motivated. That's why I don't mind taking these 16-hour trips or whatever, doing anything like that. Because, you know, I'm motivated by what I'm seeing out there. And, I'm, you know, I want to fight to continue to be one of the number one media sources in battle rap. You know what I'm saying? If not the number one source of media in battle rap. Like, I, I want that. I want to fight for that. I want to give the people what they want. That's why I go so hard. And I'm, I'm building a strong team to make sure that we can get that out. I got to get the knowledge story, man. Where, where did it all start? Where, did, where Obviously, there's a big love for hip-hop, but where did it all start Facts. when you say, I want to capture every moment and let people experience it? Well, you know, when we started, I was like 23, 24 years old. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was, I'm 31 now, so that was a few years back or whatever. 25. You know what I'm saying? Salute. You know what I mean? And... When I started, it was like, you know, I, I had, you know, other ideas and different things I wanted to do. And, you know, my name Knowledge to God. So, you know, I, I, at that moment, I was learning about myself, getting knowledge of self and learning who I am and learning about who I want to be in life. So at a point, I just, you know, I created, I wanted to be like the new world star hip hop in my mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When we first started out. So I was like, yo, we, but I don't want to promote ratchetness and people get knocked out and all this extra shit. I want to focus on rap, hip-hop, right. bars, and shit like that. Right. So when I developed the website with my team, that was the aim. You know what I'm saying? We want to encompass all five elements of hip-hop, whether it's dancing, graffiti, everything like that. And um, we actually had a homie who brought us to, uh, you know, who brought somebody into our camp, and he basically was, like, telling us about battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he used to work with us a long time ago doing interviews. His name is uh, Goonie or whatever. And he, when he came in, he was really, like, on battle rap. Like, yo, this shit is a new wave, whatever, whatever. So while we was building a website, we started, like, like 
getting interested and looking into battle rap. And then I went to my first event at Black Star, right before, like I think a year before it ended or whatever. Wow. I don't know if you remember Black yeah, Star out there. Yeah. Black Star a handful of times. So yeah, so when I went to that event, it was like I'm not gonna lie, that shit was what opened like the whole shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I seen the battle events. We got mad interviews. I interviewed Smack for the first time. Beasley, wow. my first time out. You feel me? And then, you know, I did a crazy interview with Norbs that gave us, like, our first thousand view interview. And we was like, yo, this shit might be something big. Like, yo, this this is because we was doing other things, too. Around that time, I'm, I'm going to different hip hop, you know, spots. Right, right. I'm going to Puff Daddy Studio. Wow. I'm going to the Heat Makers. I did an interview with YG. Wow. So it's like I was trying to get into the hip hop shit. Like, I'm like. I wasn't really just trying to be like, oh, battle rap, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, like I said, I was trying to be the next world star hip-hop, so I'm trying to figure out ways. But, I, you know, we got we fell in love with what, what it was because I grew up watching Murder Mook, Smack DVDs, all that. Right. But I didn't even know the whole battle rap world existed. It's like, like 2012, around 2012 is when I got yeah. reintroduced to battle rap. Yeah. I saw Lux and Calico. Yeah. And I started doing my homework. I didn't know who Hollow was. I didn't know who Surf was, Hitman. I didn't know none of it, nobody, yes, except right. for the God, like, you know, the, the Luxes and the Mooks. Right, right. And Aver, I mean, and uh, Party Artie and yeah. Sirius Jones and Jen and, you know what I'm saying? Those right. are who I you thought were bad. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea who all of these other dudes were, like, you know what I mean? I got introduced to that later on once I got into the industry myself. So I gotta ask, right? So like that little four-year window, 2008, 2012. Mm-hmm. All the all the Midwest guys, all the Jersey guys. When you finally stumbled upon all of them, you're like, oh my god, there's people all over the world just as good. Yeah. My thing is, um, when I finally got into it, yeah, I got like my favorites were like, like I was like, I seen Verb and Hollow, and that was from following Hollow. Hollow was like the first one that I really like started doing. Like I watched every last one of his battles, like. I went, like, down his whole history, and I'm like, yo, this is the best dude I ever heard in my life. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then from him, watching Hollow, I discovered Verb. Mm. And I was like, this dude is also one of the most coldest dudes I ever heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? And these were the two guys that, like, kind of, like, where I started really, like, yo. And then, you know, Lux, of course, Moo. Absolutely. But then, you know, I got introduced to everybody. And I wasn't a fan at first of everybody. Serve, Hitman. I wasn't really, like too crazy because I didn't understand the culture mm. certain shit that dudes was rapping if you wasn't in the culture you're not really understanding what's going on yeah. what references are being said why they saying that or this that and the third you might listen to a bar and you'd be like why they going crazy like that shit not crazy to me like right. but once you get into it and you start to know the stories and the backgrounds and everything right. then you start learning the excitement and when you go back and start watching then you start becoming a bigger fan and as I started watching and getting into the culture then I started discovering Clips, mm. Tay Rock, mm. and and I became fans of those guys. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And and then it just blew up, man. I got into the culture. I was outside doing interviews, rocking with my team, trying to go to every little event. Mm. We would pay to get in the events, do whatever, whatever right. it took to, for us to get some into these events and get some interviews. Well, just like everybody else who's starting, but at the time, it wasn't you know super super saturated with that many media yeah. it was like bless the mics kind artist films artists. you know what i'm saying uncle rod with uh heavy bag and you know what i'm saying dash uh, that shit is hot it's on live dash living dash living yeah, you know what i'm fans. saying yeah. so when i was coming up it was like okay these were the ogs already these was the dudes that already had shit set down right so i'm an angry fan jay black they were still already or three letter man three letter man was working with angry fan at one point 
Star Buckwild, Star right. from Star and Buckwild, he was on it. So I'm I'm watching and learning and studying this whole time mm. and trying to figure it out because I'm like, you know, I know I'm not educated enough in this shit, but I know I have a work ethic. So I'm about to go grind heavy yeah. and get and learn this shit. I'm gonna talk to everybody. And then my first viral videos with Math Hoffa. Did a video with Math Hoffa, and he was basically saying, "Yo, Smack, I want you know, like, yeah, we want to be treated right." It's like the same conversation. Yeah, like, you know, we 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 need like, yo, son, y'all treat y'all. He, I think his quote was like, "Y'all treating us like Mexicans or some shit like that." Right. And that shit went, was like our first like viral video. You know what I'm saying? And then we so we went viral a few times with Math right before he went to Cali with the Diz shit. Oh yeah. And he said, "Yo, Diz, don't do shit, my nigga. Don't do nothing funny." And these were, like, the things that kind of, like, started catapulting us. You know what I'm saying? Right. And getting us, like, really inducted into this shit. And, you know, and that, that's kind of, like, how I really came into my own. And just, you know, years of just being consistent after that, you know? Doing Road to Gnomes and all this other stuff. What do you think the ceiling is for Battle Rap Media? Like, how much bigger can it get from here if, it, if it's possible? I mean, I feel like the media will only grow as much as the leagues and the battlers grow. So, you know, we're, we're more reactionary off of what the artists and the leagues do. You know what I'm saying? If there's no fire events or nothing like that, we can still go out and try to get what we can. But the, the events and all this stuff, that's what kind of, like, grows the culture. Now, for us as media, I feel like it just, you know, about being innovative. So we got to find ways for ourselves to grow and to get innovative. Mm-hmm. We see, well, like, champion. Right. He's, he's showing you like, yo, are we getting the suits on? Are we doing that? You know what yeah. I mean? It's just being innovative, doing different shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to pride myself on, doing different shit. Try to do little documentaries. Try to do super crazy trailers, like, hour long that really give backstories and really, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just try to really, you know, step outside of the box and be different. You know what I'm saying? Don't do everything everybody else doing. And that's how I feel like it'll grow. Yeah, I think the same thing, too, like... I, I can agree with you that we kind of play off of whatever content we're giving to us. Yeah. So as far as the leagues and the MCs, like whatever they give to us is what we can create off them. If not, you know, we're creating stories, and everybody has media different. Like you're, you're out, you're literally in the field covering these guys, right? Yeah. Other people are, are commentating on these guys. So there's yeah. Like separation between Facts. Like live coverage and spreading an opinion. Yeah. And, and calling it like a stamp of okay, this is what I think. This yeah. is. Yeah. This is the masses. This is what people should believe. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being a commentator, I don't want to say it doesn't hold weight, but if you're not in the field, it's harder, like, get the full analysis of, like, what you want to talk about. Well, like, when it comes to blogging and people who commentate on battle rap, they're important and they have their own following. And they created off of people wanting it. People want to hear whatever goofy shit. If somebody got goofy shit, people want to hear that goofy shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody got real shit, people want to hear that. If somebody just, you know, like everybody plays their part. From a, a angry fan to a battle troop to a Piper boy and all of these dudes. You know what I'm saying? So DMT, Detroit, and everybody. You know what I'm saying? That, that's right. blogging or whatever. So I feel like even though they're not there, they're, they're giving their opinion. It's like any of us. If we start, if you start a podcast tomorrow talking about NBA players, you ain't never had to go meet them, but people might just like your opinion on how you see the game. Mm. So it's not always necessarily like, you know, you know, like they just they not there so they shouldn't even as valid. But you know, it's like sometimes you have you're fans of what the people are talking about. So you, you might like Angry Fan because he he'll bash and shit on everybody and say the real shit that he feels whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, it's all, you know, yeah, 
yeah, you know, I know people across preference. the world, so like it's, it's not easy for them to be at events, and just because they're not at the event doesn't make their opinion less significant. But it does kind of, it's kind of like you're in the field. Yeah, it, 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 they're not getting a full story. Yeah, like, don't you ever feel sometimes like, damn, I was there, you weren't. How are we able to cover the same thing sometimes? To like me, the, I look like at... Band Legacy, that was the first event for a long time. Yeah. Pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah, When I seen other people covering Band Legacy for the battles that they didn't even watch because there mm-hmm. is no pay-per-views for it. Basically. I'm like, how can you give an opinion on the battle? Or yeah, it could be a straight-up lie type shit. Yeah, like, you can't really... You can't give any context to it. It didn't happen. You didn't see it. You weren't there. You know... People just, you know, um, one word that I tell my bro, I'd be like sensationalism. People want to just be excited about certain shit. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be real. It don't have. It could be the fakest shit in the world. But, you know, people want to be able to click on something and watch something and be entertained. So whether, like, if you weren't a band legacy but you want to go off whatever you heard right. and say it, then it is what it is. It's for people to, you know, do their research. What I'm going to do, which I, you know, is basically give you the raw and this is what happened. Y'all take it for what it is. Yeah. Y'all can believe what y'all want to believe. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, it's all positive. It's all good. Like, people will see it for when they, for themselves when they come out at the end of the day. And then they'll figure out, yo, who is telling them the truth. If yeah. they even care to go that far. Some people do and some people don't. You know what I mean? Your interviews, um, they get referenced a lot in clips. Like, sometimes, like, we'll take segments of certain interviews from your... And you interview somebody, we'll shout you out, and we'll give the, we'll, we'll cite the source, and we'll put a quote for whatever happens. Because like at that yeah. moment, at that moment, you're literally creating. Yeah, that's like real journalism. Yeah, you're literally creating opportunities for us to have journalism for us, and more importantly, you also create an opportunity for people to have the backstory and the insight. How do you feel about that? When you're like, damn, I'm creating a moment right now that somebody can take us a quote and possibly write an article about. You know, I'm not going to lie, a lot of times I'll be so in the moment. I don't really think about, you know, what it's going to do that well, unless it's like a major project. Mm. Like, uh, the last time I, could, I felt that was like, okay, uh, when I was about to get the Cassidy interview. Right. And I was like, yo, this is going to be a good one, because nobody got no face interviews with Cass. Everybody got the phone. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, this is... So I'm like, yeah, I know they about to use that, and it's about to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So those moments. But, like, even now at these events, I don't know. I get surprised. If something happens or somebody mentioned me, I I just feel good about it. Like, yo, thank you. I'm happy. Like, you know, people talking about people appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. For the most part, I'm just humble, man. I'm humble. I'm in this position. I'm able to work and give people, you know, good content that they that, that they mess with. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't have to rock with us. People could just, you know, unsubscribe, not fuck with us or whatever. But they like what we're doing. So, you know, we want to continue to give them good work. I remember you and I had a conversation at uh, at RBE, Rare Breeds, the Murder Book and Verb. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. We had a when I, I, I remember you had a video out. I think it was with Twerk. This is Fresh Off Summer Man in 7. Yeah, yeah. You interviewed him, and the whole world was just upset at the interview. They probably got the most dislikes ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember you, like, that. How did you respond to, like, certain interviews? People were really upset about it. Well, yeah, and I told you, like, basically, you know, it is what it is. People are going to be upset. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, uh, My job is to give you the real. You know what I'm saying? Where you might not always like the real. The real might not always resonate. And it might be too harsh. So sometimes um, my thing is, you know, in my position now, it's like, what do I censor? What do I not censor? Should I censor anything at all? You know what I'm saying? Um, is this going to protect the artists or is it for uh, who am I being true to the fans what position I should take because I do have a personal relationship and a close relationship with a lot of the guys it's a lot to think about yeah so it's like sometimes just you know that video when I dropped with twerk you know I didn't really think nothing of it it was more at that time was more like yo I gotta get 
that twerk interview. You know what I'm saying? Crazy shit happened. People need to hear what twerk got to say. Right. And twerk said what he said. You know what I'm saying? And he got a lot of backlash. I got a lot of backlash for it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I felt like I was being true to myself. I was being true to what this is. I got the I got the the information you guys needed. Now y'all might have hated it. Right. Maybe I shouldn't have put it out or whatever. Because maybe it makes everybody look bad, whatever the case is. But I felt like it was real. This is what it is. This is what it was said. Yeah. So I didn't really feel the need to like to filter, it. to filter it. But at the same time, you know, maybe I should have. Maybe that was the best thing to do. Maybe the fans don't need to know how somebody really feel. Because if, you know, it's all going to be all negative or whatever, then it's like, what's the point? But my thing is, I just be the one to keep it 100. Like, yo, this is what it is. This is... You know what I'm saying? I, I I hope anybody I have a conversation with, you know, stands on what they stand on. But if they, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, sometimes people are emotional. People will, you know, say certain things and not really, I, even if they mean it. But it might not be the right time to be said it. Said, you know what I'm saying? And people could misconstrue what you said, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure if I spoke all the time and said how I felt all the time, sometimes I'll say shit that ain't always right and you know people might not like so that's why i don't be on twitter heavy talking crazy because it's like i might not feel that way tomorrow you know what i'm saying i got a funny question to ask you right sometimes in your interviews you get you get them when they're very flared up so sometimes i wonder like are you aware that you're about to cross that thin line where like she could get controversial or they could get they could say something they don't want to say or you're asking a question, yeah, you ask I mean, question you know it's going to push their buttons? Like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, man, this is still entertainment. Uh, yeah, I try to get, like, for me, I feel like it's, it's it's harmless sometimes because I feel like this is battle rap. We're talking about bars and shit. When it starts to cross the line and getting personal about people's lives and shit like that, those are the times where I should do more thinking and think mm. better about certain shit that I let out or whatever. Right. Because, you know, certain shit are a little cross the line-ish. And if I'm releasing it, I'm kind of putting myself in the middle of it. Mm. So I'll leave myself open for criticism or open to be talked to or people to have a conversation with me. So, you know, sometimes I just sometimes I just be in my bag where I just don't give a fuck. I'll be like, yo, man, it is what it is. This is how niggas feel. This is what it is. And I'm going to let this shit go. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And I'll deal with it the same way anybody else would deal with whatever situation that come along. But, you know, as I'm getting older and I'm still getting wiser and I'm still learning, I try to figure out ways to, you know, be smarter. Like, I seen Angry Fan when he talked about Rosenberg Raw um, twerk shit. Yeah, right, right. And I'm like, you know, I feel you. Like, you know, maybe that wasn't, you know, maybe I shouldn't have put it that out because that shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. My man said what he said, and he felt strong about it, and he told me to put it out. It's strange, right? Because it's like they'll say it, and they'll they'll do these things, right? And you kind of say to yourself, "All right, this isn't this isn't the best look for you," but they they proceed to say whatever they want to say. It's not like you're forcing them to say these things, right? Yeah. It's like not comparing you to Vlad TV. You know, people be like, "Oh, Vlad got somebody." Died. Yeah. It's like, well, Vlad put them in a the position they spoke yeah. on themselves yeah <laughs> but you know i feel like because i do have like a close relationship like um you know with certain people right it's like you know maybe i could look out and think for them and or just kind of be like you know but you know like i said as well i don't drop all the interviews mm-hmm. i record them and i give them to my bro gp and he makes the final decisions on what comes in and out. He'll listen to it. And, you know, when it comes out, a lot of times I wake up. 
Yeah, I mean, I got a man shit, but I got man shit I never released because it is too crazy. I got all types of crazy shit. Niggas doing all types of ill shit, pull out guns, all types of wild shit that I never released because it's like, yo, now, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like you know me, I'm inspired by guys like Smack. So it's like, I look at it like when Smack was interviewing 50 and 50 was like, yo, fuck Ja Rule, fuck his kids, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like I wouldn't want Smack to filter that. I want that shit to come out raw, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want, but you know... I'm just in a position now where I do have a close relationship with guys and, you know, I have a responsibility to also look out. You know what I'm saying? Now, somebody might take that and be like, yo, oh, yeah, you controlling, you censoring, da-da-da. But it's like, either way, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I put it out, knowledge, what the fuck was you thinking, why you put that out? I don't put it out, oh, y'all niggas is coddling and protecting niggas and da-da-da. So, for me, it's like, you know, just make the best decision and the people that I'm working with, which are the artists and the battlers, make sure that they're good. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we want them to be in a better position. We want them to strive and get better and make more money and things like that. So, my intention is never to make them lose money or have any fucked up situation. So, you know, as I move forward and I go, you know, get a little more into this shit, I try to make sure that, you know, I I, I look out for the artists because that's who we're catered to at the end of the day. Yeah. Am I bugging for that? No, I agree with you. <laughs> we have to cater to the the artists, the leagues, and the people that support us. Yeah. Because it's strange. Media as a whole, right? Like, if you think of sports media, they're all censored. They're all politically correct. They're That's all true. controlled. Yeah. And we're media, so in a sense, we do have to have some kind of control, but we're media of a raw art form mm-hmm. that's not supposed to be... And we're all independent, so nobody know, owns what we're doing. Do you think that's a bad thing, though, that, like, there's no way that we're all collectively under one umbrella? Is it a bad? Say that again. Like, is it a bad thing that we're not under one umbrella? It's almost where it's like you can go to you can. There's a media hub. You can get all the media outlets. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I, I'm I'm like a fan of individuality and independence. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's I, I like the fact that we can all work together, but yeah. I don't feel like we need to all be under. I mean, if we are under somewhere under battle rap. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like we need to just be under one thing or one, you know what I'm saying, where one thing just controls everything. Nah, I feel like sometimes certain shit got to come out. And if we're all under control, then certain shit won't come out. Like me, I'm, I don't mind when a blogger or somebody else goes off and says how they feel or whatever because everybody has valid points at certain times. Not everybody's right or always wrong at the same time, at all times. So certain things are valid, certain things aren't. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now nah, I don't I don't I don't think it, we need to be all under one thing. I feel like I like the but fact that helps a lot. unity goes a long way. Oh yeah, and I think we are uni- united. I think we're united under the cause of battle rap. I feel like you know what I'm saying we're not all gonna see eye to eye on how everything should go, but you know but you're not supposed to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like the fact that there's all diff- different type of feelings and opinions and all that. You know what I'm saying. That's what this shit's about, man. We I don't want, I'm not supposed to like what you like and you're not supposed to always like what I like. Like that's just corny. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that there's all of this craziness going on. It makes the shit more high more hype, you know what I'm saying? I like it, you know? I wanna to talk to you about promotion, bro. Talk about it. Um I remember you guys had the Ramble and Top Ten battle. Oh yeah. You got the, the they had the song, the intro, the flyer, the outdoor battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately I feel like the re- promotion with it didn't get the reception it deserved. Yeah. And battlers come to you, or I'm not sure if it's you go to them, they come to you, or a yeah. mixture of both. But they know hip hop is real. 50 minutes of fame is a place I can promote my battle. Yeah. 
what do you think of like that happens like oh you see a card you say okay yo guys promote your battle hit me up my thing is i don't really like tell people they gotta promote it's more like i reach out and you know i see if this is what you want to do because you got to understand battle rappers have their strategies you know what i'm saying there's all different types of strategies i might reach out to let's just say uh let's just say uh uh math hoffa or somebody like that or you know what i'm saying or uh, fucking goods or whatever and goods as you can see i've done many interviews with goods and goods always he's candid he don't care he'll say he's cool he'll talk in front of the camera he don't mind like when he knows it's time to work He's ready to talk about it and things like that. And somebody might be like, uh, another battler might be like, you know what, I'm not going to say shit. I'm not going to give you nothing. I'm not about to, like, and not even me personally, I'm not going to give my opponent anything. Right. I'm not about to sit here and get my opponent all riled up to recreate new rounds. I want to give him as least as possible. Like, I feel like a guy like Rum Nitty, he don't do, like, wild promotion. You know what I'm saying? He don't do a lot of shit talking or none of that. You know what I'm saying? I catch him, I do a recap, whatever, but for the most part, he just comes in to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, um, you know, I feel like people do promo. It all It's all about people's comfortability and how people move as the individual brands. You know what I'm saying? Nitty Brand is he the type of brand he don't need to be out all out doing a whole bunch of shit. Right. But there's other people that that's their personality. They don't mind being out. They don't mind talking. They don't mind doing all that because, you know what I'm saying? They enjoy that 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 side. Some people don't like to be on a camera all the time and talk about their opponent or what they're gonna do. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, the way I approach it is, man, I just reach out and whoever's with it, man, we work, man. Like I'm I'm just here to push. So whatever idea an artist might have or certain things, I just try to roll with it, man, and push it. Mm. So, you know, we could get, you know, entertained, you know, get the best battles we can. And if I can't talk, if I can't be there, I'll talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, you do that a lot, too. I see, like, that's a little mixture of things you do. When you're in the crib, you got the, the screen in the background. Got you. You're like, yo, I can't pop up to this, but we're going to give our predictions. Yeah. We're going to give our recaps one yeah. way or another. And that's what most of the times you're going to find us giving our opinions because we never really give our opinions much. So if you catch us on a live or whatever, yeah. that's the most vulnerable you'll catch us because then we we telling you how we feel about shit. I feel like you and Uncle Ra have to be the most PC, though, so, because, like, you guys are always behind the camera getting the recaps and the predictions with people. So it's like you guys can never really say how you feel. Um, yeah, I guess in a sense because, you know, we also have, do have to maintain relationships. But at the same time, like, there's nothing bad to say. You know what I'm saying? There's really right. nothing bad to say, like, I'm, you know, I can't speak for Uncle Rob, but for myself, I'm grateful to be in the position I'm in. My favorite thing is what you do is when you go to somebody like, oh, you thought you won the battle. I'm like, come on, now, you know they're going to say you thought they won. They're going to be like, what you think? What you think? you be like, yeah, you got crazy. You got crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I try to keep it 100, right. you know, with what I feel, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to a battle. Right. I feel like if a battler asks me, like, my honest opinion, I, I for the most part, me personally, I think I tell them the truth. You know what I'm saying? If they lost, they won, whatever. You know what I mean? My opinion, like I said, is not always going to be the popular opinion because just because everybody in the world might have felt like Verb killed Mook, I might feel like, yo, Mook won. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, But I might not go all crazy because I know y'all about to just troll and just, you know, talk hella shit. So I don't really scream it from the mountaintop. But I'll be like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. I liked what the fuck he was talking about better. This is rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing is definitive. You can't just, you know, act That's like just because you ever you feel like somebody won. Like, 
people, I feel like they be trying to push that hard now. You know what I'm saying? Make you have to choose what they want. Like, nah, fuck that. Tell me one of your favorite moments as Battle Rap Media. Whether it's an interview, an event, a moment you share with an artist. What's one of your favorite moments? The entire Damn. experience. The favorite moments. I can't think of my favorite moment, but I could think of dope moments. Okay. Like, um... Uh, I go recently. I like the fact I like that drunk interview I did with Smack, where Smack was just all over the place. Right. I thought that shit was like mad funny. I watched it like a hundred times, rewinded it with my friends. That's and, funny. You know, I just like seeing Smack in that bag. It, it just, you know, Smack Smack's the goat, of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? So every time I catch him in an ill zone where he just like that, that those are great, great moments for me. Um, I feel like know, Smack looks at you sometimes and says. I see a younger version of myself in you. Has he ever told you that? He ain't say it like that, but, you know, Smack said, like, I see, you know, what you're doing. Like, you, you kind of following that formula. Yeah, Smack has said stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And, you know, that's big, man. Like, Smack, look at what he's done for the whole battle rap culture. Look at what he's done for all of us. And then that he created a culture where we come through and live and eat and make money and, right. you know what I'm saying, become someone within the culture where people know our names and want to take pictures or are appreciated by what we do. Like, that's kind of, like, invaluable. That's, like, dope as hell. So he's a god in his own right to be able to even come through and do that. You know what I'm saying? And as an individual myself, it's just to be a great leader and just be, you know what I'm saying, someone who can advance myself, not just on this media platform, but as a man and in business, doing right. other things as well, so hopefully I get to a point where I could, what, sell out a fucking, like, that's crazy, like, Smack went from doing a DVDs to fucking selling out arenas all the, around the, you know what I'm saying, or, or crazy yeah. stages and things like that, bringing two, three thousand people in, like, and come other on. countries too, man. Yeah, nah, Smack is the GOAT, man, like, this shit is, this shit is dope, man, I would love one day to be in that position and, you know what I'm saying, have, what, that'd be fire, man, you know what I'm saying, but it takes a lot of hard work and dedication, I'm only six years in. Huh? Yeah, 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 we just at an event, yeah, 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 over the weekend, the Cassidy shit, yeah, Oh, oh, salute, word. man. Yeah, yeah, that's the OG. Facts. Nah, Beasley's the, he's the OG, man. Facts. Yeah. Nah. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. We're on the roll and we just talking about battle rapping. Somebody yeah. Smacking beats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and then that shows the influence of Smack, man. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is all live. Like, this, yeah. this, this is literally an example of like what you just said. It shows the influence of what they have. Yeah, the facts. Done. Like, come on. Battle rap, man. People might still look at it like it's underground, but battle rap is everywhere. Nah, facts, man. That was fire. Or, yeah, man. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm looking forward to, you know, shit, man. Build. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm so, for me, it's all about building, though, man. Another dope moment, though, bro. You told me the smack thing. What, what's another dope one? Okay, another dope moment. Oh, man, another dope moment. You know, damn, I don't know, man. So much shit happened in this shit, I'm man. i some shit. So yeah, like, it's like so much shit that doesn't happen. Like, 
I can't really even think of nothing off the like the time. I mean, crazy shit. Ah oh, man, it's just you know, it's just a lot of crazy shit that didn't happen. Certain shit, you know. Oh, come on now, give me the exclusive, man. I, ain't nobody got your name, pod. Let me get one, man. Um, you tell me, tell me about an interview that you've had the vault, and you're like, nah, this is too crazy. This can't come out. Okay, I could tell you an interview that I did not vault, but I should have maybe. Okay. <laughs> like um. <laughs> When uh, Jim's got into the situation with uh, Rome, when he snuffed him or whatever, whatever. Okay. And then I came through Virginia and I did the interview with drugs. And drugs was just, like, going off, like, after his family, all of that crazy shit. And, you know, I thought, you know, I was like, yo, son, you know, to me, I'm just being neutral. Because I right. feel like Jim's had a side of his story. He said what he said. Right. And now I'm just, you know, trying to get, you know, the Goonies side of his story. Like, oh, so what happened on your end? So drugs, like, yo, he shook hands with me, told me. You know what I mean? And then he still go and do whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? After we spoke, he still go snuff my man and all that. So then he was like, yo, it's on type shit. Right. And he was just talking real foul on him. And then I dropped the interview. And then, you know. Did you regret it? You're like, damn. It's not that I really regretted it, but it's like when and Jim's had contacted me. And, you know, he felt some type of way about it. And, you know, my thing is, yeah, he's homie saying it but at the same time I could look at him as like yo but we have a relationship too why would you drop homie saying that about me and I'm like right you know and it, and it, 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 it gets tricky because it's like I'm cool we cool but it's like I still have to do my job right. so I could understand where it's like okay maybe somebody wouldn't might look at it like you know what well I'm just gonna do a business with you knowledge I can't have a personal and be cool because you might drop a nigga talking crazy about me so it's like, you know, it's a double-edged sword at that end. But, you know, I came in, I had to cut out certain shit within the interview. Right. And I re-uploaded it. And, you know, even though I still might have lost my relationship with Jim's at the end of the day. Because I still feel like, yo, the people still need this side of the story. But he did go off and said some crazy shit about your family. So I'm going to cut that out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that these are like, I, I get into those type of sticky behind the scenes, wild shit situations where I have to have great, I have to I have to talk to people because I make mistakes. And like I said, sometimes it's not solely me. Sometimes my partner will drop it and I'll wake up to phone calls like, yo, knowledge, <laughs> what the fuck you doing? Or da, da, da. Why the fuck would you title that? Or why, well, yo, what the fuck? Right. And I, I won't know what the fuck they even talking about. I'll just wake up and be like, oh, shit. And I had to call my peoples and be like, yo, what the fuck, yo? Why you titled it like that? Like, Or matter of fact, like, yo, it's shit crazy, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Let's just change it. Because if he feeling the type of way, then I got to take it serious. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I don't, like, want to burn no bridges and do shit. Because I'm, you know, where, where do you feel it's hard to keep it 100% real. because line of, like, them being thin-skinned and sensitive and you're like, all right, maybe I did offend you. Let me, let me to me, to me, when it comes to your brand, uh, you could be as sensitive as you want to be. It's about your brand, your money, whatever. So I don't like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, you guys are too sensitive. Nah, it's your brand. It's like somebody playing with my brand, I'm allowed to feel sensitive as well for whatever it is, especially if it's got me looking crazy in a bad light. So, nah, I, I, I would never, like, say, oh. Because, you know, we all get emotional. I might be like, damn, dog, it's not that serious. But right. in reality, I have to look, step outside of myself and look at the bigger picture and be like, yo, they didn't have to do an interview with me. They didn't have to, you know, rock with me or do whatever. So True. I have to respect those guidelines. So, you know, yes, I'm not like a blogger who don't never come out. Right. You could just say whatever and 
whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, have all this contention with all these artists and things like right, that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even if I was a blogger who talked crazy shit and came to events, it's like, why am I trying to even do all that to bring all that negative energy on myself anyway? Like, for what? Right. I'm not trying to be tough guy. I'm trying to like, spread the word of the culture. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You, you can't always win. You have to find a medium. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some motherfuckers might be like, your knowledge, you sucking all these battle rappers, dick, da 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 You always coddling, whatever. And the other motherfuckers might be like, oh, you're doing a great job, bro. Mm. Do your thing. Thank you for giving us the footage and all that. So, you true. know, I just, you know, I just be true to myself. And I, you know, as long as I'm happy within my own self, as a man, I'm secure with the moves I'm making. Mm. I don't really care about nothing else. Nothing else really matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as I show respect to the battlers, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? And then we move forward, you know what I'm saying? It's weird. Like, battle rap is such a, like, a sport of disrespect. But, like, once you call somebody emotional, they get they get upset. You can yeah. call them any other word. You can disrespect them. You can talk about their family. You call yeah. them emotional, then they get tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, man. You know, these guys are emotional guys. You got to understand, artists are emotional people. Mm. These guys aren't, like gunslinging gangsters from the streets and everybody gonna kill you these are really legit good young men from different neighborhoods around the world you know what I'm saying nobody's rich nobody's millionaires you know what I'm saying I'm sure everybody done did they share situations in the hood and dirt or whatever right but these are literally good people good kids good young men you know what I'm saying so it's like you know ain't nobody out here on that type of time so yes they might get emotional over their art and what you're criticizing them on their art mm. you know what i'm saying or how they're portrayed in the public and their image some of them might be too immature to understand how to deal with certain shit so we might have to be have the foresight to be like nah we'll take care of that and this that and the third and i'm learning like, i'm learning man and i can't i'm not gonna call nobody emotional or nothing like that you know niggas go through what they go through like it's a fact you know what I'm even if they are emotional I, we all get emotional we all get in our bag sometimes you know we just express it differently that's a fact bro Looking forward to the rest of the year, man. It's, it's 2019 has been a crazy Listen, year so far, man. Cassidy and Goods just battled. It's over. It's, that shit it. is over. It's over, man. Math and Hollow battled. That's over. Like, all of these crazy dope Mega shits matches, happened this yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of excitement. You know, now, next week, we got RBE in Atlanta back right here all over again. And then a few weeks from now, we got Band Legacy, and then we got, you know what I'm saying? We got Gnome, Lux, and Aver, which is probably going to be the the, the, the pinnacle of the year. Because yeah. Cassidy coming back was dope, but if he were to do good, it would have mattered. But since he didn't do good, yeah. like we thought he should have, or he could have, or whatever, or, you know what I mean? And Goods just kind of like... Walk Clearly, yeah. yeah, demolished them and the fans booed them, all that shit. Like, that was a little... That was rough. It was a little disappointing. Hurt, you know what I'm saying? It hurt to watch, man, because, like, he had such a crazy promo run. He had a win prior with the disaster battle. So you say to yourself, like, at least do good. Yeah. Because then it'll all make sense. Because now if you... All that promo and you do bad, now people are like, well, this is why I don't promo. Yeah, or this is why, like, these industry niggas can't come in here and talk crazy because... And then Cassidy, not even really an industry nigga, like you said. Like he been independent for like seventeen years, so you know what I mean. But still, it's like, yo, you don't battle rap, so this is not your world. So this shit crazy, man. This shit, but moving forward, though, 
seeing the, what the future is. The future is bright, man. You know what I'm saying? We got more fire events. I'm tired as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like we about to go to Houston soon. What shit is crazy. I'm this shit is lit. Like I'm I'm loving it. Before we close this off, bro, how do you decompress after a long battle rap weekend? Like what, what what's the what's the kickback like? For well, you, you know. Outside of battle rap, I still, you know, work and do other things as well. I got, you know, other businesses and, you know what I'm saying, I also have a job. But, I, you know, I decompress by hanging out with my family, my wife, my daughter. Like, you that's know, once I chill with them, it's like, you know, none of this shit really matters. Right. Because that's like the most important thing in the world to me is my family. So, you know, once I'm in that zone, I'm playing with my daughter, stuff like that. That shit is like the world to me. So, you know, and I'm just happy this shit is over so I can go back to them. And really, like, get out of this zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the, the, the the fatigue after an event is just like, ooh, my brain is strained. I got all this content. I've been out here listening to these bars. And, and you just say to yourself, like, I'm ready to do it all over again after a good night's sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but, you know, <laughs> like, for me, the, yeah. it, 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 there's no off button. It's there, like, there is no since I started it, it's, it's like I wake up, right. I go to Twitter. Go on YouTube. Battle rap moves so fast. I'm on my like, so it's like, yeah, even if you think you've had all the news and you got all the shit, there's something that happened in Milwaukee or this spot or this thing happened. So you know, you just constantly got to stay in tune because this is not just, you know, in New York or in Atlanta. Nah, no, this shit is like worldwide. So it's like, once it a just, week, uh, once a week, we always cover. All the little updates between artists, like if they have projects going on, they have tweets, they're talking about matches, they're promoting, if they have music, and it made me realize how much fucking news rotates in battle rap. Yeah. On a week to week basis. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, this thing never really sleeps. Nah, it shit don't sleep. It shit don't sleep. Everybody, but you know, it's also the growing of media. Look at yourself. Look at all the other guys. Uh, shout out to my bro, uh, Father God, Ben Swayze. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Too. Like, you know, everybody, like Black Compass, Tony Bro, all of the dudes that's just putting in that pain. And then all the list of bloggers that's out now, it's like it's so million. Like, yo, there's a million new bloggers out right now in Battle Rap, dog. Like, it, there's some that have been around for a while that's just now getting their name up and there's brand brand new motherfuckers right. oh, shout out to my bro um, blogger in the cup my nigga Frank you already know oh yeah I heard you know what I'm saying Frankie like I you know shout he's one damn of, I'm wild damn I'm wild you know what I'm saying Mel you know what I'm saying Mel funny as hell you know what I'm saying so like yo man I just fuck with everybody man like I'm you know me man bro like I show love like I'm not no, you know, cocky dude or nothing like that. I'm humble. Like, I, I just want to show love. I want to see everybody win. So that's just what you're going to get from me. Like, if you see me at an event, y'all already know what it is, man. It's love every time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm glad people got a chance to hear this because it's like you're so you're always behind the things. And some people probably don't even know how you look. Yeah. So I used to, I've been going to events since 2012. Or that's before, crazy. Before 2012, since uh, 2000. I've been to some events at Black Star, 2009. That's I tried, dope. I tried to go to some events in 2010. I couldn't get in. So, she, you've too, been you know? doing this shit before me. So uh, I, I've been, well, I wasn't media back then. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. My, my start to, to media was 2013. I used to be okay. a, a journalist for Queens okay, Magazine. Okay, so me and you started at the same time, really. Yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just like um, you, you go through all this and you, you say to yourself, like, damn, I, I never really thought I'd be in this kind of position. Yo, man, it's, you know, uh, 
I, I've always believed that we were going to do great things. I didn't know it was going to be in battle rap, but you know, I'm 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 happy, man. Like this is dope. Like I'm happy that we, because to me, battle rap is like hip hop when it first started, and where the where the leaders and the juggernauts are was going to push it to make right. it crazy. You know, Smack is like Def Jam and Russell Simmons before the whole shit got popping, right? And all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we the we the guys that's like you know here. So. I feel like if I stay consistent and I continue growing, continue to be innovative, we're going you know, we to be legends in this shit. And, you know, I feel like we've done a lot of dope, legendary shit for the culture. But, you know. People got to hear who you are, too, man, because it's like you're a hard worker. Like, you and Uncle Rod, like, to put these things together like this, it's like you have to work hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like interview, boom, clip is out, and... and we're just digesting it. We're excited. Like, fans are loving the content. But I guess sometimes they don't get a chance to step back and say, wow, the person put it together really busted their ass. Yo, for this. And I sure. appreciate them. Yo, man. Um, first, I just want to say shout-out to uh, Uncle Rob, man. That's my OG right there. You know, I love Uncle Rob, man. You know, he he, he ain't make it easy. Uncle Rob kicked my ass a lot of times, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying, and this shit. It's a, we have an ill little, you know, dope relationship you know what i'm saying he's cool as hell but you know it's still a level of competition we push each other you Absolutely. know what i'm saying like i said i was seeing his cassidy interview and i'm like i'm mad i didn't get cassidy you feel me but at the end of the day i'm happy he did you know what i'm saying it ain't no hating type it's like yo i watched that shit you feel me a hundred like two three times already yeah. like yo just to be like damn and it was dope because you guys outside of a uh, resolution before we all got in you guys are having a conversation and I was like right there with you guys and I just I stuck quiet I got a chance to just soak up the conversation and it was almost like you guys talking about strategizing for the day like oh what are you going to do how are you going to do it like where are you going to be stationed at where is this was that and I was just like this, this is crazy like, it's, yeah. it's really calculated how you guys yeah. get these interviews on the spot yeah I mean you know and everybody like got their yeah, this, this you know and I'm a scientist man <laughs> I'm a scientist in this bitch. I'm 5,001 and in all interviews. interviews. I got 5,000 interviews. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never lost one. Nah. I ain't never lost one interview. But, yo, at the end of the day, though, salute to Cassidy, man. Um, he Cassidy brought mad light, mad attention, mad views, helped everybody get more money. I appreciate him, man, coming through because he ain't had to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, even we had Cassidy on the show, and that was pretty... That's that was, what I'm saying. That's love. Like, he, yeah. he showed everybody love, gave everybody the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm sure he got paid and everything like that, but he still didn't have to do all that. Like, Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so salute to him for really being on and putting on. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, only thing I can say is, you know, battle rap, it's its own, it's its own world, man. And you, know you, that, you that, have to come to this world and, you know, show that, you know... Right. You could overcome this shit. Last thing I want to touch on, right? So we're talking about Cassidy. He did this crazy promo run with all the media, you, myself, all these media outlets. Mm-hmm. And now that he lost, everybody's going to say, well, then you keep the same energy. And it's interesting because when an artist like, has a bad battle, a bad performance, they choke, they, they lost, they're in, a, they're in a, a down position at the current moment of their career, it's like that one interview can rejuvenate everything. And I think about somebody really important to you, Chess. You and Chess have a good relationship. Yeah, it's my remember, bro. Remember Chess after he battled Chef Trez? Everybody yeah. was like, this is his third time choking in a row. Get him yeah. out of here. I don't want to see him no more. You did an interview with him right afterwards, and it's kind of like that really sparked things up. Hmm, damn. That's dope, man. Um, Chess is, you know, Chess is my bro, man. Like, me and him been, you know, we've been around everywhere. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, I, I got love for Chess just because, you know, I look at him like a little brother, you know what I'm saying? And he just, you know, so young in this shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. But Chess also lives a real life, you know what I'm saying? Chess, nice. you know, you know what I mean? He lives a real, real life, you know what I'm saying? He He has a lot of responsibilities for a young dude, you know what I'm saying? He's the oldest of seven. So you can imagine wow. living in the Bronx, like, you know what I mean? The real yeah. Bronx, not no, like, he, he's out there, you feel me? So it's like... You know, um, a lot of times people, you know, say shit about him. I just look at it like, man, you don't know his life. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he, you could call him choke and do all this shit, but, you know, shit's bigger than all of that shit. Right. So it's like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with the fans who fuck with him, fuck with him, and the ones who, who don't, don't. You know what I mean? Do your thing, you know what I'm saying? We understand that you don't give a fuck about him personally. That one interview. You know? That- well, all it takes is one interview when somebody's in a, in a down position and it can change everybody's outlook on them. That's real. And I, did you ever get a chance to think to yourself, like, damn, Chess is in a, in a bad position. This person's in a bad position. This person's in a bad position. If I get a chance to speak to them about what's on their mind, everybody can change the narrative of how they feel about this I, person. I, I don't really look at it like that. You know, but it does happen. Nah, it, it, and it does. You know what I'm saying? It could also happen the opposite way, too. Mm. But... What I just do is like my mindset is like my mindset is like let me at least get their peace, whether it's positive, negative, as long as the people get to understand where they're coming from. Right. Like when Hollow battled math and I did that quick little fifty second interview. Right. You know, I was like, yo, I hit up Hollow the next day, like yo, Hollow, what's good, man? You know, like come on, like we the people wanna hear from you. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just, right. just what it is. And he allowed me to chop it up with him. You know what I'm saying? And I asked him the questions that some of the people wanted to hear. And he said how he felt. He said his piece. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that's just kind of giving closure on the situation. Whether you like it, what he said, you mad about what he said, whatever. But at least it gives you that piece of closure to, to move on. You know what I'm saying? So it don't just linger and people just going off the last thing you said or whatever or the last thing they remember from you i give them something fresh and you get to control your narrative now if it's positive it's positive if it's negative it's negative i don't want to always take credit for that like i set it up to make sure nah you know the person speaks from their heart and if you guys watching at home feel it and that's what it is you know what i'm saying you're saying like that's not my intentions but i'm aware this this yeah yeah like somebody get killed or somebody i don't go do it to be like well let me try to do an interview to make them look better or not it's like i'm gonna come talk to you and say your piece now if what you said moved the people to fuck with you or feel for you or whatever then that's you you could have came through and said you know whatever fuck the fans whatever and people go crazy and be (laughs) more mad at you you know what i'm saying so you know the same way i don't want to be like yo yeah i did that you know it's the same way when some shit go wrong I don't want to be like Yeah nah Nah it wasn't my intention To do the bad shit Or that But it's like Yo I'm giving you your piece Now you get to say your piece On the platform Facts. You know what I'm saying Cause you could go on your Twitter Or your Instagram or Whatever But you go Come on the platform Where you know the fans is. This is what we do We promote Yeah You know what I'm saying So you come Get your piece Say your piece man Say how you feel And that's the same thing That's why I want to try To chop it up with Cassidy Even though you got Join with Uncle Ra My yo Cassidy You know we got to talk man <laughs> yeah, he sent me a text today though. About to get cast out for the post game too, man. Yo, he, he said, I hit him up. He sent me a text. We, we can't turn he, our back on him. We can't just be like, oh, you lost. Now we got it. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you an exclusive, man. Cash said he's still five thousand two and zero. I mean, he's now five thousand two and zero, and that's what he said to me. So I said, you know, salute King with his shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can just be like, I beg to differ, but I. Right. Nah, I ain't even say I beg to differ. Listen, man. Yeah. 
I ain't gonna try to chop down your your greatness and how you feel about yourself. But he, he did say one thing that is true though. He said when you're this confident and you're this great, people just want to see you lose. And unlike anything else in the world, battle rap the crowd can control you. He goes, imagine in, in a Floyd Mayweather fight, if the crowd could control the outcome of the fight, he wouldn't he wouldn't be undefeated. That's true. That is very true. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at one point the Floyd's last fights from like his 44 to his his 51, his 51. His 50? Yeah, his 50. Oh yeah, 51 because he did, yeah. but but nah, 50 official, yeah. Yeah, all right, we we'll go, we'll go to 50, right? From the 40th to like his 50th, people just wanted to see him lose. People bought the pay-per-views to see him lose. Everybody I see what was you're saying. Him. I see what you're saying. And, and you know. Well, that's where him. rapping and battle rap for the changes, man. Yeah. The crowd can have a major impact on, on the outcome of a performance. I agree. Yeah. Hours, bro. We're on our way home, man. I can't wait to get home. Yo, let's talk battle rap, man. You already know what it is, man. I appreciate you for having me on. I haven't done an interview in however long. So I, I haven't been interviewed in however long. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Probably. I can't yeah, think of yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Me neither. So, you know, this is an honor, man. Fucking with you. you. I've been seeing you here for a minute. And, you know, I'm proud that you're getting your shit off and you're getting your recognition. You know what I'm saying? Keep grinding. Keep doing what you're doing. You feel me? And I, I thank you for, you know, rocking with me and even, you know, appreciate my what I'm doing. So thank you, bro. Uh, bro, you're ready, man. Um, yeah, it's your boy, Nazi guy.